Welcome to the Messy Walk Podcast with Pastor Adam Cook, where our goal is to have a genuine and authentic conversation about the Christian faith journey and what a messy walk with Jesus really looks like. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hey everybody, welcome to the Messy Walk Podcast. This is episode 77 and it is episode 5 of the current series that we are in about true wisdom versus false wisdom and what does it look like figuring out what's truism and false wisdom with all the stuff that we're constantly taking in from social media and everything. Um, I'm here with Pastor Adam. My name is Chloe. And today... Can I go ahead and say yeah, what yeah, the do it. so today's false wisdom nugget that we're talking about is do what you love and success will follow. Yeah, we're gonna get to that in just a minute. Yes. So let that marinate in there for yes. a second. Do what you love and success will follow because it sounds like something we should do and tell our kids and we do, but mm-hmm. um, I think it's false wisdom. So 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 where we're, we're how we're how we're determining whether or not that statement. That Chloe just said is false wisdom or not is we are putting it through the grid of James chapter three, verses four through fourteen through seventeen, right? And those of you that don't know, let's just recap just a little bit, give you some Bible basics that this is James, the bold little brother of Jesus, who absolutely did not believe in Jesus at all whatsoever. Because would you believe your brother if he told you he was God? Right. Uh, no, you wouldn't. Probably not. Um, <clears throat> even if he was pretty cool um, and seemed to do everything right, you would just be like. You know, you you kiss up, right? You, you brown noser, whatever it is, and so, um, and then of course the resurrection happens, and then he realizes, oh my goodness, uh, my brother actually is the son of God. He is the Messiah. Mm-hmm. Um, he is the Christ, and so that changes everything. Um, and so James is James's life and testimony I, to me personally, and I think to all Christians it should, but to me personally bears a lot of weight. Um, it bears a lot of weight, a lot of proof weight, actually, um, because because you know you would think, well, maybe not, because then James can be like, yeah, that's right, I'm the brother of the Son of God, right? And so mm-hmm. then he would get all powerful and have a lot of fame and stuff. He doesn't. Right? He his, his life was destroyed because of it, <laughs> and so he takes this all the way to the grave. Um, and that's how you you know that's another way to distinguish that it's true. And so anyway, what he says about wisdom. I think is profound, mm-hmm. and I think we should pay a lot of attention to it. Um, even if you're not a Christian, understanding the circumstance of what we just said, you should pay a lot of attention to what James says is true wisdom. And so mm-hmm. he's, he talks about true wisdom um, sort of in a backhanded way by setting up what false wisdom is, right? And so as he's talking to the church, he's laying that out and letting them know, like, there's a lot of false wisdom around you. And so as we're talking in the Mostly White Podcast right now to you as the church, we would tell you, hey, there's a lot of false wisdom around us right now. There's mm-hmm. tons of it. There's little little nuggets, like Chloe said a minute ago, like the one we just talked about, that the one that we're about to talk about. That is false wisdom, and it's all around us, and it's really easy to believe. And so, yep. what he does in this one little simple, two, you know, it's like two simple verses. Really, it's verse fifteen. He sets up this little, very quick check for us on what's false wisdom and true wisdom. And so, in that, he says, "False wisdom is earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. Mm. Earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. In other words, it's earthly means it's focused on the here and the now, right now, right? Like today, tomorrow, the the imminent future." That's what it's focused on. Um, it is also unspiritual, meaning it has it just doesn't heed anything about the Holy Spirit's power and God's power at work in the world. 
it's just our own finite what we can make happen, right? That one plays in really well with the one we're going to talk about today. And then he says it's demonic. Don't think anything weird when you think demonic, right? He's not saying that when you hear this wisdom, you immediately, you know, there's demons running around. What he means by demonic is the center of demonic demonic activity is this thought that you and I are the center of all things, right? Mm -hmm. And so it removes God from his rightful place as center of all things, and it Mm -hmm. places us there. Mm -hmm. And so what what... What James is saying is any wisdom in this world, he's using wisdom as air quotes, right? Any wisdom in this world that is focused on the here and now, all about your own power, or you at the middle of it is false, right? You need to be able to see that, that that is false wisdom. Don't bet your life on that stuff. Don't live your life based on that. And so what that obviously would give us is that would give us that means that true wisdom is eternal. It's focused on eternity, right? It's an, it has an eternal focus to it, not just today and tomorrow, not just our own country, our own time frame. But then also it's Holy Spirit-led instead of being unspiritual. means it's about God's power. And then also it would be holy instead of demonic, which means it's God-centered, right? If something's holy, it is God in the middle in his rightful spot that would be holy. Okay. And so that would give us what true wisdom would be. And so what we're trying to do in the series is take some common things that are around us, um, that we see and hear all the time in different ways um, that we see on memes and uplifting posts and things like that um, and say, are they true wisdom? Or are they false wisdom? And so we, we're hitting all of the ones that we're picking, by the way, are false wisdom. Okay. And we're throwing them through the grid of which mm-hmm. we've created a graphic on the um, social pages, media. social yeah. media pages for the podcast, Messy mm-hmm. Walk podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Those are the only two we're on. Right. We don't have the bandwidth to be on all them other ones mm-hmm. um, too many options i'm not a twitter fan so we're not <laughs> gonna ever either. be on that and i forget that twitter exists and not, that people just, are still on there i'm just not me either. i don't think it existed anymore until elon musk brought it up and and was gonna buy it and now ain't gonna buy it that's I don't know the one social media that i've been able to delete and not ever look back I just, like i deleted it when i was in either late middle school early high school and when i deleted it I never look back. Now, all the other ones, I've gone through phases where I'm like, I'm done with social media, but I always come crawling back to like Snapchat, Facebook, I was a youth Instagram. pastor when it came out in Durham, North Carolina, and was on it for about three months. And what I realized is that I can't understand anything that's said because it has to be said in a small amount of characters. you got 160 characters. And half the characters are the ats, you know, right. and so and the names are weird, mm-hmm. and it's all these little characters, and I don't understand anything's being said. And I ain't ever in my life been able to say something in that many characters. Like, I, it's, yeah. I require more talk than that. And so, and then none of the pictures on there, you had a link to them. There was like a, you had to yeah. click on them to see the picture or whatever. I just, yep. anyway, I didn't last long. Um, <laughs> so our stuff is on Facebook and Instagram. Yes. Because those are the two big ones in the right. world right now. And so um, that's where we're at. And so we just created a quick graphic that lets you throw it through the grid. You remind yourself of it. So this is one of those things that you ought to take a picture of, screenshot, keep it on your home screen, lock screen, whatever, right? Um, somewhere where you can reference it. Because this stuff's going to come up all the time. This stuff's around you constantly. And in the world of social media, um, you have false wisdom around you constantly. Constantly, that then just gets changed and turned into something that's funny and all these things, and it just becomes something that we think is true. And so we hit YOLO, for example, you only live once. That fails on all three real fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we talked about don't cross oceans for somebody who wouldn't cross a puddle for you, jump a puddle for you. So mm-hmm. somebody, you know, don't don't go way out of your way for somebody and don't keep go going. The extra mile. Right. But for somebody that's not going to do it for you anyway, it's got to be mutually exclusive. Yeah. And, um, 
we realize that that's false wisdom real quick, too. goes, mm-hmm. flies completely in the face of Jesus. Do not call yourself a Christian and live by that statement. They are adamantly opposed, right? A Christ follower cannot live by the statement, mm-hmm. I'm not going to cross the ocean for you because you won't do jump over this little mud puddle mm-hmm. for me. That that just it's rough. That's, that's yeah. a, there's a, that just doesn't go together. And then last week we hit um it is what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, just well, it's just the way things are going to be and they're always going to be that way and they're not going to get better and so that's what it is. So let's just kind of move on right. um and just accept reality for what reality is and I don't think that that heeds anything of the spirit of God and so that no, is no. false wisdom as well. Um and all these episodes have been really good. Yeah. Like, they've had a lot of good stuff in them. Most of them have been shorter, except the one last week. That one was, that was a long one. more like 43 minutes. But um, <laughs> the other ones have been really short. So if you have not heard them yet, it's not, like, necessary to understand what we're talking right. about through this episode right. or anything. But I think just having, like, that extra context would be good. Yeah, I, th- and I, I think, just think so, too. It's just easy. It's an easy to listen to one. Because the goal like. is for this is not for you to just hear these ones that we picked randomly mm-hmm. um, and know that those are false wisdom mm-hmm. so you can call them out when you see them. I think in, 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 in the Christian circles too often, we go, okay, I know what that is. That's what they've told me. So now when I see that, I'm going to call it out. The, right. What has to be there is sort of a bigger awareness so that not only this, but everything. So yeah. anything in your life that you are going to live by – Right. Or base things on, you need to put them through the filter of, is this wisdom from God? Is this right. godly wisdom or is this some false fake crap from the enemy? And the way the enemy does this is there's always a little twinge of truth to it. Mm-hmm. Always just a teeny little bit. And so the one for today, again, is do what you love and success will follow. Mm-hmm. All right. Do what you love and success. And I see this constantly. Don't you see this all like this is all over the place in all kinds of things. It's said a little differently. Right, it's worded a little differently sometimes, but it's this idea of if you go and chase your dreams, you won't be let down. Like mm-hmm. you can do anything if you put in enough time and effort and all that kind of stuff. And I just think that this is total crap. Um, do what you love, and success will follow. There's a twinge of truth to it that you want to believe because what you, what it says is is that you are capable, that you are powerful, that you can. That determination will get you where you want to go, mm-hmm. that, you know, that you should follow your dream. And so it makes you want to go, well, yeah, this is a good, nice, uplifting statement. I should tell this to my children, right? I should mm-hmm. tell my kids, yeah. you know, you just do what you love. You just go for it and you're going to be successful in it. And I think that this statement could be deemed as true if it was qualified correctly. So what it says is, is do what you love and success will follow. It is tying the success to you doing what you love, Mm -hmm. right? So it's saying if you do what you love, you'll be successful in that, right? right? Well, I don't think that's necessarily true at all. I think it's completely false, but but it could be if you do and pursue what you love, and that is something that is Mm God-honoring, that you will be successful in honoring God, not necessarily successful in what you're doing. And so, I mean, think about how stupid this sentence is. Do what you love and success will follow. So I love basketball, I've always loved basketball. Um, and so you're telling me that if I pursue it, if I go after it, if I play, that I will be successful in basketball. Well, what's successful then? So you're telling me that if I pursue that, I'm going to be an NBA player? That's never going to happen, Chloe. Like never, ever, ever going to happen. Right. That wasn't going to happen before when I was young and skinny. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, you know, that's not going to happen. Yeah. And I think this is a horrible way to – set people up for what ends up being deemed as failure 
when really what it's just trying to get us to do is to try our best, right? There's an element of try your hardest, and and, and good things are going to come when you try your hardest, right? I mean, that's the idea here. Um, and maybe that is true, but this one just seems to me like if we took this one, do what you love and successful follow, and threw it through the grid, um, right off the bat, it seems like it is all about your power, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, isn't that the one that it fails real quick? Yes. Like that, that's the one that we would call it unspiritual, right? Because it sounds like what you're saying is, is if you put in the work, if you try, if you do, then you are going to be successful in it. So it definitely is focused on your own power. But then it also, I mean, you're the center of that whole story. Like, yeah. do what you love, do what you're good at, do what you like, and your success will follow. I mean, everything about that is you at the center of the story. Yeah. Um, and so that, you at the center is always false wisdom. Mm-hmm. Always. And that sentence is completely focused on that. And it's really focused on the here and the now. Like, you're going to do what you love currently, and then there's going to be success that is going to follow at some point right here. Right. Okay. And I just don't think that this is good wisdom at all. This is false wisdom. And this is around us everywhere. Um, everywhere. Yeah. And we push this on our kids. I want you to think about back in the day when American Idol was good. And when it was good is when Simon Cowell was on there, mm-hmm. um, but not just Simon, where they would actually tell people, you're no good at this, mm-hmm. right? Because if you watch it now, there is never a negative word said about anybody right. at all, right? I don't even, I haven't watched a lot of it lately. My parents like to watch it, but I don't even know if they put as many like bad people on they don't. there anymore. They don't. They don't. I'm like, you know that people that can't sing are still on there. So, of, so of course, <laughs> of course, prior there was also an element of we like to watch people that are no good at something be humiliated, right? And so yeah. that's a sinful thing, of course. It's terrible. But, but like, I want you to think, like back in the day when American Idol, you would have you would have this child. You know, it was always a child because American Idol was focused on young people. You know, this young person who would be like, I can sing. My mama's been telling me I can sing my whole life. Right. It's what I love to do. And then the mama would pop up on some side interview and be like, she's the greatest singer ever. Her voice is amazing. She's the best. I've been telling her she's the best since she's a kid. So you just go after it, girl, and you're going to do good. And then the girl sings or the boy sings, and it's like fingernails on chalkboard. Yes. It's like, like there's no way that anybody ever, any human being ever would think that it was good. But yet right. what we've got is mama over here saying, you're great at this, pursue it, and you're going to be successful. And it's just not true, yeah. right? I mean, just because you love something does not mean that you are going to be successful in it. There has to be a determination of what success is, right? right? And I don't think as Christians we can live our life just pursuing what we love. Yeah. The, the scriptures say the heart is deceitful above all things, right? And we have to pay attention to is what we love, is it godly? Is it God-honoring? Right. Um, and so if you want to change this around, if you want to make it true wisdom, it would be do those things that you love that are God honoring and God will honor it. Mm-hmm. But that does not necessarily determine if it looks like earthly success. Right. Because the, the true wisdom would not be rooted in earthly success. It would be rooted in eternal success. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what do you think, Chloe? Yes, I, I agree with all of that. Um do what you love and successful follow. I don't know. I think that saying that, I mean, obviously we're saying it's not true, but also like I love a lot of different things. That does not mean that I'm going to, that loving something does not determine whether it will be successful. And mm-hmm. like you're saying, you have to determine success. What is success to you? Um, I don't know. I just think that, 
I can love eating food, but that doesn't mean I'm going to make a good food critic. I actually am terrible at describing things. You've watched me try to explain. <laughs> this is the series that we're in on the podcast. Like, just because I love eating food doesn't mean I'm going to be a good food critic. You know, right. like loving something does not equal being successful in it. And before we um, recorded, we were talking about like, there's a lot of different um, sales things that happen online and a lot of different advertisements where people say, you know, like you can do this. Anybody can do this. Anybody can do this job, sell this product. Not everyone can be a salesperson. A salesperson's job is really hard. I would not want to do that. I'd not want to convince someone that they want something like that is not and the gifting that God has given me. (laughs) But like saying that, you know, anybody can do this, that's very not true. God has designed each of us to be able to do specific things and there is not a one size fits all job. You know, like you're not going to find a job that literally anyone can do. If you look at the jobs that say on this job track, if you Mm -hmm. look at the jobs or the business models that say anybody sucking air can do this, almost always those are the jobs that are pyramid schemes. Mm -hmm. Right. Almost always. Yes. That's because they're false. That's right. because it's rooted in absolute total false wisdom. That's because it is right. not accurate whatsoever. Right. Um, that's because it is somebody else trying to um, get what they can get, them be centered. It'd be right. about their power. Right. And it about what they can get right now. Mm-hmm. That's because that's how it started. Yes. Right. Yeah. Any, any, like, when did it not become okay? To realize that we were all created differently and we have different talents and different things that we're good at and that everything that we're good at um, does not have to be, we don't all have to be good at the same stuff. Like everybody doesn't have to be good at everything. But then also, when did we determine that what we are good at means if we're good at something means we're going to be successful in it? Right. When did we determine that? Right. Like obviously it would always root back to your success, but I know some amazing artists who are absolutely amazing artists and in no way, shape or form would they tell you that they have become successful at it. Right. Yeah. They don't sell any of it. They don't, you know what I mean? Like there's, there's no recognition for it. It's not being, whether it's not being sold or not, it's not tied to monetary things. Mm -hmm. It's not being seen or appreciated or getting the, attention or drawing people's attention to it like that they would hope it would or whatever it may be like when did when did what we do and loving it and then even being good at it when did it have to then correlate with success yeah I, I don't understand that I think that there has to be especially for Christ followers there has to be an element of faith that we walk by that that success is not something that is found on this earth yeah. All right. There are going to be moments where it would look earthly successful, but it can't be success is found on this earth. And God would be the determiner of the success, not me. Um, you know, there's a whole lot of in, in this particular nugget. I don't know if we can call it a nugget. But this particular uh, um, uh, fake gold nugget. There we go. Right. <laughs> yes. It's like pyrite or whatever right. you call it. Like, um, in this particular one, it just seems so earthly. Yeah. I mean, it just seems so here and now. Yeah. It, it just seems so like like we have to we see it to believe it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And if you um John 20:29 20, is where Jesus says blessed are those who have not seen and yet believed, mm-hmm. right? And so what worldly wisdom tells us is seeing is believing. This one goes with last week's too. Mm. 
worldly wisdom tells us seeing is believing, right? And so you do what you love, and then you will see success in it. Mm-hmm. But what God says separately is, is blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe, right? Like when he's saying that, he's very much referring to the people that would be kind of like us. Blessed are those who did not see Jesus in person, right, and did not watch these things and did not see these miracles actually happen in front of them and yet still believe. Like there is a bigger eternal perspective is what I'm trying to say. There's a sense of faith there that um, things are bigger than just this world and things are bigger than our earthly success. And life is more than uh, us doing what we love, right? Like what's unfortunate is is I think that we have sort of relegated – happiness and success, right? Because when we talk about success, whether we're talking about money or not, recognition or not, we still, though, there's a still common root that we're really talking about happiness, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And we've kind of relegated this whole doing what you love equals happiness. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just don't think that necessarily goes with Jesus. You know what I mean? Like I think that it has to be not me doing what I love, or what I want, but it has to be me doing what God wants me to do. Yeah. Right? In this season, in the career, in whatever it be, like what does God want me to do? Where has he placed me? What does he have me to do? And that is if if and if I do what he wants me to do, that is success. Right? Not and that and that transcends. Yeah. Right. So if you and I are doing what God wants us to do right now. Even if our heart is tugging us to do something else, even if we feel like, man, I want to do this, I want to do this, and we go, no, I really understand. I've really leaned into that God wants me to do this right now. He wants me to continue to do this, and we do it. Then that transcends success being something current and something future. It means that you are successful right now because you're doing what God wants you to do, but then it also means that you are successful eternal-wise as well, right? It takes success and doesn't make it based on a current situation or time frame in life or whatever it may be, mm-hmm. right? I think – oh, sorry. Go, go for I it. Yeah. You off. I was going to say, I think that saying, like, do what you love and successful follow and tying success to happiness, like, you can start doing what you love and be ultimately so unfulfilled. Mm-hmm. Like, you can start doing what you love and, like, that ties back to what you're saying about, like, the heart is deceitful above all things. Um, you can do what you love and not be fulfilled at all. Doing what you love does not – equal happiness you know like you might be happy for a little while but if that if doing what you love like something that you love is not what god has called you to do and you're doing that thing then you are going to be so unfulfilled and so unhappy because you're not in his ultimate will which is what's good for you you know so and i and i think it works both ways like so you know i feel like i'm absolutely doing what god wants me to do in this time of life and there are large periods of time long periods of time where i don't feel fulfilled or successful in it mm-hmm. right you know what i mean like I, I don't feel happy in it but yet there is a um a peace mm-hmm. or a joy right because joy does not mean happiness right there is a peace that even if i'm not happy in it even if it's not fulfilling me at the moment, mm-hmm. you know, that I'm doing what God wants me to do. And so therefore I'm going to keep doing it. Right. You know what I mean? It's like it works both ways. Yeah. Um, so if you are, if you are not, if you're doing something that just makes you happy or successful, um, you could be, you could end up very miserable in it very quickly. Yeah. Right. 
But I think you can also be doing something that you've been called to do that you know God has done, and you walk through periods of miserableness, mm-hmm. right? Like I think, yes. I think He works that way. Yeah, you know, I've seen it. I've walked it out. Um, you know that that it that is. Oh, God is not nearly as concerned about your happiness as you are. God is not nearly concerned about your earthly success as you are. God is concerned about your godliness. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's and, not and, happiness; it's holiness. Yeah, exactly. It's making you more right. like Him. He's more concerned about that, and so, and because He knows there's a bigger end picture than what's just happening finitely in this world on this earth, right? And so, you know, I think God is completely fine with us being unhappy if it is driving our godliness and our holiness. Right? You know, like. I don't know another way to say it, and I think it sounds like that's not really an uplifting thing. You know, people don't really like that. Right. I don't really like to hear. that I don't either. think you're. You're also not trying to tell people that God wants you to be miserable. No, I don't mean that. <laughs> right? Yeah, I but think he, that there's joy that's found. It's not like happiness, like because ha- happiness and joy are very different things. Happiness is every season. Like there's joy in it when you're doing what God's called you to do, even though you might not be ultimately happy. Sure, there's still joy in it. I guess if that makes sense. Well, I think that I think like for us, happiness seems to be the primary issue. Mm. Success seems to be the primary issue. With God, your happiness and success is a secondary issue, right? The primary issue is you being godly, mm. you being holy, you being righteous and growing in that. Because I think that what he knows is is that one day there is an ultimate joy and happiness and success that is further down the road that is much more eternity focused um, and that this is such a small time period that we are walking through. And so, you know, the, the, the growing in godliness will ultimately lead to true joy, true success, true happiness, even if what we are talking about is in our eternal state. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, and I think that that Christians need to know how to. Paul talks about this constantly. It's it's like a main theme for him mm. is perseverance, like pushing through. Mm-hmm. And what he's really talking about is pushing through. For what God wants us to do, be, become in our lives, persevere and push through the struggles that happen on the external, but then very specifically the struggles that happen on the internal. Mm-hmm. Push through that crap. Don't let it derail you because true success, true joy, true happiness and all those things comes to those who walk in a godly way, right? And do and obey the things that the Lord has laid out for them in that moment and in the moments to come. Yeah. That's where it comes from. And so, yeah. you know, this this thing is loaded with stuff that I think gets us off track, right? Mm-hmm. Like if we took this and broke it down, um, we want to believe it. Like we really want to just take this and go, yes, this is this would this would push people, right? This would push our children. This would mm-hmm. push me. But at the end of the day, if you broke this whole thing down, you know, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be do. It wouldn't all be about do, right? It would mm-hmm. also be about being, right? So, um, it wouldn't be about what you love or what you want. It would be about what God wants. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be not about success, mm-hmm. but it would be about godliness, right? Um, and it would be it would be not having this thing feeling like success is imminent, but that it is a long track to it, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, maybe instead of instead of do what you love and successful follow, it would be be what God wants you to be and godliness will follow. Mm-hmm. Holiness will follow. Righteousness will follow. Joy will follow. Um, I, I don't know. 
that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to add to this, just kind of came into my head, and I feel like it might be helpful tidbit to add at the end that um, the verse that says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. I could be completely wrong about this, so you might have to correct me in a second, <laughs> but my understanding of that over the years, because God has brought that verse like over and over and over again over the past like four or five years of my life, and every time I've heard it, I've been like, what? <laughs> I don't know what that means. And then I finally like kind of studied it, and I learned that it doesn't mean that he's going to give you everything that your heart wants, but he's going to give your heart new desires. When you're delighting the Lord, you have new desires. Am I right yeah, about I think, that? Okay. I absolutely think that, that is so, the way to interpret that scripture. Because people yes. take it out of context and like, the desires of my heart, I want a new car, and new right. shoes. And I like, love the that. Lord and he's going to give me good gifts because yes. he's a good father and likes to give good gifts. So we right. take those verses and put them together. Yes. Right. But um, I think that as a Christian, like this statement, like when God gives you new desires in your heart and you'll know, like you'll be able to pray about it and kind of discern that. But when God gives you new desires, like you will be able to do what he has put a desire in you to do and something that he has given you to love doing. And I think not earthly success. I'm not saying you're going to be the most successful, but like that is going to be success to you yeah. is that you're going to find joy in doing God's will for you. Sure. I might've done a really terrible job no, no, of but that's the way to connecting look at it. that. Yeah. yeah. But there's like, so there's the bit of truth to it is that if you're close to the Lord and you're, um, drawing near to him and delighting in him and spending time with him and he's giving your heart new desires and he's changing you, then like you're going to be able to do those desires. He's going to equip successful you. Yes. And success. Doing those things, yes. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 But it's not earthly success. It's success. You have to redefine success really Absolutely. is what we're saying. I yeah, don't know I, if that made any sense. <laughs> I, I completely agree. You know, like some of the most godly people that I know, some of the best people that I know, um, are some pastors who have started some churches and things like that. And they've all, and there's been a massive failure, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm thinking of one guy in particular who, um, there hadn't been a whole lot of what you would call earthly success whatsoever, right? But what has happened is, is there has been an increased desire in their heart, right? To do these things for the Lord and him to get glory and them not, them not worry about whether or not it's earthly successful, and that is success. Mm-hmm. That makes, that's exactly what you're saying, mm-hmm. right? That is success, yes. right? Because at the end of the day, um, that is exactly what Jesus means when he talks about storing for yourself treasures in heaven, right? Mm-hmm. That there is a there is a heavenly success that is different than the earthly success. And, and if we grow in that, man, we're killing it. Yeah. You, know, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, be careful with this one. Be careful with this one. Um because it just seems to point towards that whatever it is you want to do, whatever it is you feel you're good at, needs to be uh, the hill that you die on. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's what it feels like. Um, and the only hill you need to die on, the only hill you need to die on is Jesus. That's it, right? And so, you know, there are there are things that I like to do, that I love to do, and I think that I could be earthly successful at it. Mm. And other people think I could be earthly successful at it, but Jesus tells me that ain't what you're going to do, you know? And so you, you just, there's a level of following him, right? Because ultimately he knows what's best, yeah. you know, and in, and then in turn gives what's best right? and then determines what best really looks like, right? Mm-hmm. And what success looks like. And there, there has to be an eternal focus. And so going back to this one, you throw it through the grid, it fails all three too, yeah. um, pretty easily. 
pretty easily. Mm-hmm. The surface one here is that it's on your power, mm-hmm. right? The little bit further one deeper in is that it's focused on the here and the now, right? There's our problem with success definition. Mm-hmm. But then ultimately, ultimately it sounds quite demonic. Yeah. Ultimately it sounds you centered, right? Do what you love. Yeah. There are things that I love and that I'm good at. And God says, nope, Mm -hmm. nope, nope, that's not it for you, that you're going to do these. And the more I say yes to that and walk into it, like you were saying a minute ago, the more the desires of my heart change to those things. Mm -hmm. And then I find success in those. I find some earthly success in them, too. But really what I'm finding is the success of submitting that to God every single day, you know. I talked to a lady. This may have nothing to do with what we're talking about, and we'll wrap up because we're going long again. Um, I talked to a lady on the phone the other day in our church. It was just a, a way to describe it, a, a pastoral counseling conversation. Mm-hmm. We just did it on the phone. And um, uh, she had this idea, this thought, mm-hmm. that um, growing in her faith meant her carrying more burdens. And as we talk, which, you know, I think a lot of people feel this way. Um, and what I had to go back to was, is no, no, growing in your faith uh, means that you hand it over to God, right? That he carries that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Growing in your faith is a realization that you are sitting beside, you are with the king of the world, right? And so if Jesus was beside, Jesus was sitting beside you right now, Chloe, like right here, right now, you wouldn't worry about nothing, Right. Right. You wouldn't be concerned about um, any burdens you would need to bear. You wouldn't be concerned about how successful you were going to be or what your happiness would look like or am I doing what I love? Am I doing the thing that, you know, that I'm supposed to be? You'd be worried about nothing. You would mm-hmm. be taking those things and just constantly handing them to the king of the universe. He's orchestrating all things. He's sitting right beside you, right? And so when we grow in our faith, it is growing in us realizing that, we are sitting beside the king of the universe. He is with us, will not forsake us, will not leave us, and is at the right hand of the Father right now administering all of human history, right? right? Bringing all prophecies to pass, lining everything up, has the whole world in his literal hands and is orchestrating it. And so you will hand these things off quicker, yeah. right? And so when it comes to what you love and your purpose, because the root of this one, the, the reason that this one gets so much of our attention is because it is it is driven to our purpose in life. It's driven to, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. what we're here for, what we're supposed mm-hmm. to do, the fulfillment that we would get. And everybody wants to be successful in their purpose, right? But as your faith grows, the more you will hand the burden of even your purpose off to the Lord, the mm-hmm. burden of your success off to God and realize that he is ultimately in charge of all this. I don't have to bear that burden, right? There's a lot of burden in this statement. Mm -hmm. Out of all the ones that we've listed so far, there's a lot of burden in this one that I've got to figure out what it is that I love. Mm -hmm. I've got to figure out what I'm good at. And then I've got to do that thing to the best of my ability. And as I do that thing, then that will give me back the fulfillment and the love and the joy and all those things that I need. And I will, if you're Christ follower or whatever, I'll please God in that. And all those, there's a burden here with this, right? And I think as our faith grows, we have to realize that we don't have to carry that. And so we can hand off to him the burden of figuring out what do we do. We mm-hmm. can hand the burden off to him about figuring out what do we love and what are we good at. We can hand the burden off to him about figuring out what success is, mm-hmm. right? And then we just follow him, right? And so yeah. he can help us. He can, he can tell us, show us what it is that we're good, or good at. He can tell us and show us what it is that we should love and care for. And he can tell us and show us what true success is. And as that faith grows, it's it's like 
it's like you get closer to that moment where you're sitting with him side by side where you wouldn't be worried about anything. You just hand it all off to him. Right. So it was a cool conversation on the phone a couple of days ago. Yesterday, I think it was. So yeah. anyway, I don't That's know awesome. how that ties in, but I thought no. it was pretty good. Yeah, I think so too. In. There's a lot of burden. You have to figure it out. A lot it's of burden on this one. Yeah, you centered stuff is a lot of burden on it because you're you're on the throne. You got to figure everything out. So. The majority of people that I spend time with in church world over the course of years and years now, the biggest common thing is this idea of figuring out my purpose. And I truly believe that God has not designed us to carry that burden. Yeah. That he that he has that for you. Yeah. Right. And that's the biggest thing that we all struggle with. And so there's a lot of burden laced in this particular statement. Do what you love and success will follow. Mm-hmm. And you realize that too when you do what you love and the success that you think is going to follow doesn't follow, then you realize you just yeah. see then the burden that is on this statement, right? Yeah. There's oh, a lot. Yeah. There is a lot of. This is another one. This is obviously not something James says. So this is Adam Cook adding it in. Um, but there's another way you can determine false wisdom. If there is an, a massive amount of burden on you, it is usually false wisdom, yeah. right? It's good. Anyway, it's good stuff. There you go. Yes, absolutely. that's the fourth one that we've talked through. Yes, we got a couple no, more. No, that's coming the fifth up. one. No, yes. that's the fourth one. That's oh yeah 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 yeah. Because yeah, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. we set the it up intro the first time, episode. right? We're about yeah. to argue on the podcast. <laughs> you're you're right, and I'm right. It's the fifth episode, <laughs> but it is the fourth example. Right, of, right, right. Uh, of a fake gold nugget, right? You said nugget earlier, and I can't stop saying it. So it's it's like a, a pyrite nugget. Right, um, right. Next week, what we're going to try to talk through is very similar to this one. Um, in a way, it's going to be like, you do you, boo, right? Do what makes you happy. That's false wisdom. Yes. And it, it has a lot to do with what we just talked yeah, through. Yeah, those kind of tie in together. Yeah, tie in so together. it'll be so a good, good follow-up. Yeah, be good follow-up. Yeah. And which means it'll probably be short. Right. Or we'll just regurgitate a whole lot of stuff we said on this right. one. Right. <laughs> one of the two. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for joining us today on the podcast. Don't forget to check us out on social media. And like Adam said, we will be back next week with another episode. See you next week. See ya. Thank you for joining us on the Messy Walk podcast with Pastor Adam Cook. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. Have a good day.